I Christ was, how can I find a way to immediately jump to deep soul intimacy with almost anyone without involving the genitals and without having a two-hour conversation and agreeing and validating each other and any of that. I was like, hey, would you like some tea? Welcome to Cosmic Explorations Podcast, curated by the cosmos, narrated by Veva Cristina. Hello. Exploring the universe in and of us through a cosmic storytelling of astrology. I want to welcome you to this cheeky journey of sensual shadow play as we claim our liberated authentic expression through expanded pleasure and playful embodiment as a new default for living and loving. I am sitting here in a beautiful tea tent in the sacred grounds in the Swedish forest the community land called Ainsbacka with a very special human that I feel like since the first moment I saw you I knew there was something special in your aura and that you must be doing some really magical things and once I realized that oh this was the tea master it made a lot of sense I'm here with George joy a tea space holder one creating a tea culture here at Ainsbacka a very special place that has helped me through many important initiations so I want to welcome you to cosmic explorations joy thank you you've been here now for a while and I would love to know what does this place mean to you so I came here the first year in 2018 and I was horrified <laughs> and it was the same horrified that I felt in the cities or in pretty much anywhere else on earth and um, even though I I came to you know what they call a spiritual community and a it, uh, so it promised something and I was very quickly disappointed but that is not because of this place it's because of the inherent nature of we I'm still on the same planet mm. everyone who's here has come from the same background and we've all received the same imprint and I carried a certain level of um, expectations projections and wanting wanting this to be everything that I wanted to to see feel in in my wishes of um, you know the perfect world that we all hold the imprint of somewhere deep deep inside of us that we know in the depths of our heart that unharmed unwounded uh, ever-loving place that mm. we are all building back so um, I was deeply disappointed and I felt this immense love because I was like wow so many me's so many really special amazing beings and and they're as flawed as I am 
the distortion was pretty massive and I was like okay no one has a clue and we're all navigating according to some kind of sense of wanting to go back to to a, a certain state of that we like to call healed or an uh, unity is a good word for it and uh, I realized the immense potential that this place carry for that because the difference is that those who are here or in similar places come with a certain readiness mm. with a certain opening with a certain thirst or willingness so the intention uh, so maybe the the disappointment was the same but the intention underneath was all different and which made it so that basically there was something more interesting because like all right you're ready to look at this me too mm. and and so this place what it means to me is a place where there is space to explore the potential of relating and receiving and giving something that is not so easy to make space for outside of these held uh, experiences or structures mm. and so I recognize that hundreds and hundreds of people are coming here seeking union mm -hmm. within or without and me too and in a sense the serving of it was very poor <laughs> simply it's nobody's fault it's simply because we just don't have role models uh, enough role models of union on this planet or in our culture and we're all rebuilding that in a way so I was like wow it's just the perfect place to sit and meet uh, in that place beyond trying to break through certain walls because those who are are here are already like all right I jumped over these come on let's let's do mm. let's do something um, so I'm here to participate with both my own and the collective journey of feeling and of being and of letting go and of remembering and and um, uh, so yeah so for me it's a it's a good place to be a service it's mm. a good distorted mirror good distorted mirror I love that and I love how good distorted mirror I love that and I love how like just listening to you I mean, I did not expect you to go so deep and poetic and at the same time having your chart in front of me here, I'm not surprised at all. I feel like you teased it really well with like this flavor that you carry, which is a combination of the sun in Libra that values this connection, that is looking to understand the individual and the connections between us, as well as with that Capricorn rising structuralism and finding 
looking for purpose in the grounds that we are laying yet there is this distorted mirror that you mentioned because your ascendant is in conjunction with neptune which brings that dreaminess that haziness which is at the same time showing projecting the illusions and cracking them open so that we can come back to the essence of what you're describing and so beautifully this is being carried in your aquarius moon that futuristic well not even futuristic i feel like it's just looking for the truest most authentic expression of that which is and then your mars in aquarius too of being like all right i'm ready and that's exactly what you said mm. let's do it now here yeah. it's time <laughs> so um fuck yeah do <laughs> that and we'll tease into it more as we flow but I would also like to know what brought you to this place? What has, how has this river of life carried you to end up living in this community now, right? Yeah, I, I've been living here because I've been feeling drawn that I've uh, had a certain uh, piece to contribute. Mm. And so I've been here for as long as it's been making uh, sense to to my own timeline because I'm not uh, my devotion is to truth and to wherever God wills me to mm. go and serve and uh, so I'm here as long as I'm here and when I won't be here I will still be here so uh, here somewhere else that is the same uh, purpose the same the same service Right, I'm, I'm. So yeah, so so. What led me here? If I really simplify it, is the fertile ground uh, filled with thousands of hungry seeds. Mm. They are just wanting to be watered and sown and, and I'm like, yes, this is great. <laughs> right? Because what led me here is a deep longing inside myself to impact and contribute mm. to humanity's journey and to my own journey. And so, naturally, there is a, my navigational compass is wanting to go towards where I can be of service. Yeah. So when I came here and I saw, wow, for months, thousands of people are here. And I'm like, huh, I'm gonna sit and offer them some tea. <laughs> well, the most, um Wow, nourishing act of service that I have, one of the most nourishing acts of service that I have been able to receive. And it truly is like this community spaces, it is the meeting of the world. And it's this constant flow. And so the service can keep evolving and keep spreading forward. And like, I love that this service is literally comes in your case of serving tea. 
And you know, to many people, this sounds so easy. Oh, right, serving tea. So what, we sit around and we drink some tea. But to them, once you sit in the ceremony, that whole universe expands. So I would love to know, well, actually, I also just want to acknowledge that as we are recording this podcast, Joy is literally serving tea. <laughs> and I would love to know, what does serving tea mean to you? Yes, this is, this is, that's a great comfort in my life. And, and uh, my life has shifted radically since, uh, since I got married to to that practice mm-hmm. in a way I just have this f- had mainly and still carry with me but now that it has an expression and the fruits and the flowers and the cycles are rolling there isn't the same immediacy and urgency that that comes from a something that hasn't found expression yet mm-hmm. but the motivation and the crisis is one that cannot be solved until there is total completion and that total completion is actually the he- the collective healing mm. so what he means t- so what he means to me is uh, arises from my deep soul longing to rebuild the bridge of soul intimacy and meaningful connection between human beings and to it comes from the crisis of living in disconnected times where we cross each other on the street not talking to each other where we project so many images where we're all stuck in masks and roles and and where we are born um, someone telling us okay which clothes do you want to wear this one or that one not that there isn't something good in all of that it's it's not to put anything down but there is also a clear shadow that we have lost a a level of connection to our soul and to ourselves and to each other and so I've really really longed I'm like okay people go around they date each other then they have sex and or they have intimate friendships and that is the that is the level of accepted intimacy that we have access to mm. and i was like that's not good enough i need to have access to soul intimacy with those that i do not know and i need to be able to express it and to feel it and i need to i i want to access this the heart smile in people that don't even know me and I want them to be able to look at me and share that love with me because that's what I want and I realize there's just too much in the way and so I was like what can be done here I know it's just all love and all of these beings just mean well and not just that they we all carry distortions that also makes us dangerous to each other at times and hurtful dangerous not because we are dangerous people but because it's dangerous to feel like a victim because we co-create a reality with with blind pain stories and illusions that we carry and distortions that we carry are 
be, become a a space of disconnection from essence and I just wanted to I just wanted to sit and connect in essence and people without having my gem I just wanted to sit and connect in essence and people without having my genitals involved mm. and and without is like okay I, I don't have time to date 100,000 people I don't <laughs> but there's something in me that wants to <laughs> not date 100,000 oh, yeah. people but get that feeling oh, of yeah. that anyone can be a loved one and I want to to find a way to access that right level of intimacy from a with a certain respect and and a certain a natural place for it without drama mm. because we we must carry the drama that we carry but I wanted to to allow for a moment it's like how it was a crisis me how can I for a moment look at this person and say yeah I know you have your garbage I know you have your journey you're also a treasure I have the same can we for a moment just sit there and exchange this moment of, of just dropping all of that and just loving being in love being in connection to truth to source to our own and so when I was served tea for the first time in a ceremonial way the my it was a fit to my quest. I was like, aha! Because it ne whatever I needed to do needed to be a way that is that could bypass all, all walls. I, I need to find a way. My, my crisis was, how can I find a way to immediately jump to deep soul intimacy with almost anyone without involving the genitals and without having a two-hour conversation and agreeing and validating each other and any of that. I was like, hey, would you like some tea? <laughs> right? And, and so it's like, anyone could say yes. So in a way, it's like, oh my God, I just realized, I just realized the potential there uh, to, to access that. And, and so it was a massive aha moment and I immediately got married to it. I was like, that's it that's that's my that's my tool that's my tool I can feel a rush of energy in my body from how deeply I feel this resonance within you and like how much I'm inspired by it and like just one of my favorite things about using astrology as one of my tools is really um, just so that it allows me to see people more deeply as they are authentically expressing themselves it is not to put them into boxes but in to be able to recognize with an expanded sight to be able to recognize the colors that i have not yet seen before and like just listening to you and seeing that scorpio 11th house <laughs> with venus and mercury and pluto there of like having that deep longing mm. to taste that oneness that collective consciousness with presence with rawness with no bullshit policy let's mm. dive right into the core 
let's get to the that seed that you're mentioning that is sprouting the transformation of the masses mm. that takes all of these illusions away how can we meet soul to soul that's like and really finding that medium like you said and not only medium and not only tool it's a it's a medicine of the tea yeah absolutely and you know my first tea ceremony was right here at Ainsbacher in 2021. It was with William, which is a friend of yours, who I believe you mentored as well as he was getting into the tea practice. We had a multi-layered relationship and part, part of it was mm. uh, me initiating him in a way and, and into, into the ways. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and you know, it was 7 a.m., a very misty, cold summer morning in Sweden. Uh, the, wo the one that like when you're walking, your breath is creating a foggy effect. And I came with no expectations. I just sat down into this beautiful white tea tent. And it was one of the most beautiful settings that I've ever seen. It's like one of those Arabic movies when you enter and it's a whole new world inside a tea tent. And it was actually his birthday. So it was a lot of his friends there and the atmosphere were just like sparkling and joyful. But the way that everything is touched with so much love and presence through the tea ceremony it was one of the most profound and beautiful dances and art i don't want to say performances because it's not a performance it's more of like the breath of art being expressed it i started crying at the very beginning and then the sound of the water that still gives me chills every time the tea is poured it's just that sound of it's like soul singing to me and once i received the bowl of tea and i saw the little spiral it was this exact cup bowls that we're drinking from now and it was this dark shoeware color and i looked at it and i felt like i was looking into the eye of god <laughs> and I was taken I was completely taken and like I'm getting emotional even now just thinking about the profound simplicity and the complex vast vastness that this medicine offers and to me it is a plant medicine like I shared this with you in one of the ceremonies I've done a fair share of tea of plant medicines in my life but the journeys the depth that tea has taken me into before in such subtle yet life-changing ways it's been blowing all aspects and layers of me and I would love to know what have been some of the teachings or this life-changing experiences that I'm sure tea has offered to you too thank you the essence of tea in the way it's expressing itself in our world today is one of connection mm. right it's what I'm gonna say next is a little bit classic and then I will add on it it's um, you know when you when you have a friend over you serve them some tea 
when someone is feeling down and you want to comfort them, you make a warm bowl, cup of tea for them. And um, so on a certain aspect that is commercialized and taken for granted, the tea medicine has already been playing a role, a web, all over the world, through all cultures, associated with a certain level of comfort and connection. Mm -hmm. And what I'm going to add to that, uh, make it personal to me, is that one of the teachings that he gave me was the gift of offering, the gift of bridging, the gift of relating, the gift of asking the question, would you like some tea, right? And, and this has been, this, this is part of that longing and that blockage at the same time that I felt the disconnection, the fear of speaking with others, the fears of, of, of smiling at someone I don't know, the fear of uh, you know it's like everything that I've already mentioned so tea and serving tea and stepping up to serve tea in that way was a way of saying hey you can do this and actually it's not so scary <laughs> yeah like you know you know the we can we can enter into very specific uh, teachings on many many levels whether in the art of tea ceremony or or in many ways like th this is an endless well here mm. but if i if i bring it if, if i am to honor anything in in answering such a broad question then i would want to honor the axis and the axis would be the one of it opened up it opened up the courage and the channel for me to relate as love with others. It allowed me to offer a bridge where we could meet. It held that space. And yeah, you know, like pickup lines are, are very, it's a very, uh, th they're a bit mystical, right? In a way, because everyone recognizes. Why? Why? Because everyone knows that in order to connect soul to soul, heart to heart, intimately with another person, there needs to be a bridge. Mm. And that's why, like, you know, things like pickup lines or, or just like, we always, as we go through life, we have a recognition of wanting to connect with another being that we have not yet connected with mm. and it coming from a place of certain layer because there are so many layers to, to our feeling of love mm. and I'm just gonna you know put attraction and all of that under just love uh, right. and um, we need an excuse we feel like oh that's me in my skin needs an excuse to connect with that he or she in their skin it's like and we're learning the art of bravery and just going like hey 
I'm George. What brings you here? You, you know, not everyone, it's, it's hard, not everyone can do this, right? And it's, it's terrifying for a lot. It's even, yeah, so in a way, um, tea, tea brings that, that space, that bridge. In, in, and I don't necessarily want to have a conversation with all these people. <laughs> I don't, because they all have very valid, beautiful personal stories, but I don't necessarily want to listen to it either. I just want to sit in love with them, right? <laughs> so, so in a way, it's just like, it's like, hey, can I meet you without your stories, without your opinions? Mm. We're definitely going to disagree. No problem on that. Great. Mm. We need disagreement. But I don't want to... I don't want to spend six months getting to know you. And then few people I do. And those that I do, mm. I want to stay with the disagreement. I want to stay with the illusions. And then I go deep into that, all embracing all of that. But I still want to have an expression of love and relating to everyone else, stripped <laughs> when possible. Not of the clothes, because I think a lot of the promiscuousity and a lot of the, the people engaging in sexual contact with each other on this planet is coming from that same need and impulse of needing to love other people. And then everyone makes a mess out of creating an excuse to get there because we don't know how to get there without our genitals involved. Because why? Because it's deep with the genitals, right? Or at least we know it can be deep, but then we can't even access that, right? And, and then we make a total mess out of getting out of it also. So, in a way, it's like there is, I want to recognize that there is, seem to be a universal longing for all of us to connect intimately mm -hmm. and love each other. But we don't necessarily want to spend the rest of our life with each other and we don't necessarily want to know so much about the other i just want to tell you that hey you're awesome i'm attracted to you you're beautiful whatever but spare your stories not because i don't care because there's only so much space i have but the love that i feel is infinite mm. and how can i just for one moment express this love together mm. and so the stripping instead of it being of the clothes the stripping instead of it being of the clothes let it be of our opinions, of our uh, beliefs, mm. of our stories, and I just sit and drink tea. Yeah, Ooh, like this is really touching me because it's like so often this attachment to the story is just like a product of an ego, of defense mechanisms. Even the stories that I'm going to be telling you, you know, they're created from a certain conditioning, even of what I want you to know about me yeah. and in that way I feel like drinking tea is very tantric in nature of how we are able to connect with ourselves mm -hmm. as well as with each other because this is what you're what I hear you saying is like spare your stories they're just passing passing melodies that you're waving with your voice it's almost like that soul gazing that happens in stillness, mm. in, pres in pure presence, in, in silence, right? Yeah. Yeah, I love stories. They're important. 
And yet, there is a different story that is being told through the tea ceremony. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is a story itself. It is an image itself, mm. right? But it's serving a purpose, and I like the purpose it's serving. So I'm happy for people to project on me. I'm happy to embody that story. I'm happy to hold that image, mm. because it is. It is. Oh, I'm just gonna set up that shop intentionally. Mm. I'm gonna uphold that ego, that image intentionally, because it's one. It's it's needed. We need stories. We need images. But we need to be able to participate with them in a way where they are actually having a, a conscious um, purpose. Mm -hmm. and, um, and everything, everything there, there's no way to participate in anything without also ha it having a shadow expression, a distortion and all of that. But that's also fine as long as, as you know, it's, it's serving what's supposed to serve. Um, until it doesn't and then we move on and then it shifts but yeah stories are important and sitting without, without them is also important even for ourselves mm. uh, and I think this is what also the space offers because I've spoken a lot about already now I've covered I guess the uh, the interpersonal aspect mm -hmm. of of tea drinking for me as in like my connection to others but equally much i'm doing this for others to connect with themselves yeah. where i don't want to connect it's like even beyond it's like hey i want nothing from you i don't even want to know your story i just want you to sit here let me serve you a bowl of tea and you be with you and that comes more from a from a from a guardianship, from a from a deep care for humanity, and from knowing that even for myself, how hard it is to carve a space for me to just sit and feel and be. And when someone does that to me, mm. I go like, "Wow, thank you!" And that is service in a way. When someone's coming, say, "Hey, I want nothing from you." I want to help you feel you be you mm. and make carve a space for you in this life because we go through life almost non-stop with everything and at the end we're just like the moments they're measured in seconds or in minutes mm. you, you know and hopefully it will be more as 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 you know but it's it's like it's not uncommon that we go through years where the, the moment where we felt like that I can be with me without pressure yeah. of being observed, needing to perform, needing to, to meet other people's expectations or are just very, very little. Even when we're alone in our room, we have all of our thoughts of ourselves that get in the way and, and then impulses and all kind of distractions and things and so it's so when someone says like hey I've set everything up I'm gonna create this excuse for you and you can just come and sit here and I will hold the space for an hour and a half and you just sit and be with you and I'll make sure 
no one's bullying you and I'll try as much as I can to make sure that you're also not bullying yourself which is why one of the first thing I set the intention for in the beginning of ceremony is there's nothing to know there's nothing to do be comfortable it's a gift for you it's your time your space take your time just receive a bowl of tea and be with you it doesn't matter what comes up and isn't that such a beautiful metaphor for the whole of life it's like that is the moment in like the drop of the universe right just there's nothing to know there's nothing to do just be enjoy your cup of tea yes that is this lifetime <laughs> yes and then have your stories yeah so, and so, enjoy so, them too yes sure or not <laughs> yeah that's totally cool too <laughs> It, that, so I, w I was covering right the, the not interpersonal aspect but yeah. the other the other facet of why I do this because I received it and I was blown away mm. and I was like this is exactly what I want to gift others yeah. also I so it comes from a guardianship from a care from a deep love for humanity and other people and it's a way to express unconditional love and expression and I have learned that you cannot express that without certain boundaries and distance. Oof. So the boundary and the distance of the tea ceremony is what permits my expression of unconditional care and love to these beings with all of their stories, with all of their opinion. They can just mm. sit there, be all of that, and I can just serve them with that love. Because we're not so close. Mm. Because as soon as we get too close, then there's conditions. It's really important. Mm. We cannot love unconditionally people who are close to us. Mm. We, it's not the right place for it, right? In, not in the same way. Of course... It, it's, it's a different kind of practice. Yes. And... and it, it, yeah. Uh, conditions are important because we're equals. Mm. because you have responsibility as much as me unconditional love is is divine and and what does unconditional mean it means that I need to take aside everything all my preferences and stories and I cannot do that if yeah. I am to also honor my timeline my story my physical body my needs you know, I'm not here to sacrifice myself. I'm here to honor and work because I am given alchemical elements for the transformation of my soul on my journey. I need to honor my stories. I need to honor my boundary and not oh, get yeah. stuck in them and move through them. So there is a place for unconditional love in an interpersonal relationship, but it's not the one that's been forced upon us by culture as a thing that you must have. This is a distortion, but from uh, it is one of father to child so so there need to be some kind of mm -hmm. structure uh, and even then only to a certain age right and then it's also it expresses itself but a little bit differently mm. also because the boundaries are important in there anyway I, I don't want to get too too much into that but <laughs> what I wanted to say is like for me the tea space and serving tea to others is also uh, an opportunity to express unconditional love and for others to be able to receive it. Mm. Woof. Like all of this empowerment of the self that you're you're talking about, like I'm really seeing reflecting reflected in your north node in Aries, which is like mm. yes, connection and knowing what is 
me in this physical form that is here to express and experience where do i begin where do i end where do you begin where do you end and what is that field that unites us and this structural space that you're describing with the capricorn ascendant right mm -hmm. creating that authority almost of being the space holder in yeah. the in the microcosmos that is the t tent yeah. right yeah. And with that, it's not only the aspect of the service that you've been describing. What I also feel here is that aspect of initiation, of inviting others yes. to step into this self-authority yes. too. Because being shown the art of tea here at Ainsbaka in this tea tent, it has invited me to cultivate this intentional space to drop in for myself. Mm. And for the last two years, Tea has been my grounding mm. space, my sacred time, my sense of home and safety, that portal that reconnects me to my essence, the deeper and the higher. And what you're also speaking about, like the, this unconditional love that is so beautifully woven in an artful way through this conjunction of your ascendant with Neptune. You know, we need the ground, we need the foundation that mm. the Capricorn brings in order to be able to open up in a safe way, which is yes. created with the boundaries that you're describing. And so it comes beautifully with like the practice that is very much in the physical form as yeah. well with discipline with commitment you said you're married to the practice it comes with that devotion and mm -hmm. purpose yet that opens us up to that fluidity to the flow to that which cannot be even named and that is this very much the experience that i have in tea ceremonies yeah. i come here with my physical body to sit for hours here yet my heart my soul and my consciousness travels through dimensions yeah. in and a very safe way and i can be all of it yes. not just me but me as all of it yeah. or all of it as me yeah. and it's that yeah multifaceted um, play yeah. of the consciousness and it all comes from such a simple bowl of tea. <laughs> it's incredible. And so, you know, coming from tea being a great pickup line of, hey, do you want some tea? <laughs> to being a healing space, yeah. a healing modality, a medicine. Yeah. To also... Hmm... Well, I was just taken into this void now. Yeah, a whole, a whole nother universe. The most powerful. Uh, impact is the direct experience. Mm. Because it's not questionable. Mm. It's not mental. It's not conceptual. Right, and it's especially for those who uh, identify as being on a spiritual path. Mm. There's so much verbiage. There's so much being told what to do, being told how we should be, being told what is right and what is not right, and how to be spiritual and how to open your heart and activate and whatever. Yeah. 
And that creates so much division in the self and a sense of performance or feeling that one is not good enough and trying to seek something to, to validate a certain authority on the mm -hmm. outside. Um, and or to try to look inside ourselves and compare our experience with how it should feel. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute, I feel that, but it, it, it says it should feel like this. And that's not it, right? So when someone invites you into an experience that basically what they are facilitating is for you to explore your own process mm. your own self this is empowering mm. because you're not sitting here being lectured you're sitting here and someone is telling you sit here and you will figure it out for yourself mm. because it's something that nobody can tell you but what i can do is invite you into having your own experience of it and this is what this space is for it's it is in service to empowering people yeah and not telling them what to do but giving them a recipe on how to access it yeah. it's like if you sit here i'm going to close the door and we're going to sit in silence and i'm just going to serve you tea and then you're going to have your own direct experience exactly so it's it's a it's very valuable yeah. to 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 receive that because what you find in that space is one that is your own unique puzzle piece mm. that only you can shape can feel and it fits in your in your journey in a way that's so unique Mm. and all that's required is participation and that's what I also say in the beginning if anything all you have to do is give attention mm. just participate give it attention and open up see mm. what's there that's all and then I'm gonna say nothing I'm just gonna serve you here <laughs> it's your space and everyone have their own experience. Yeah. I love that you brought the piece of embodiment to the conversation. Because the first time, like when I did Vipassana, afterwards I was like, whoa, this was like embodiment one-on-one. -on -one. Like all of the dynamic embodiment practices that I've been doing before, it's like, no, this is foundation. To sit and be with yourself. Yeah. But then tea opens up a different flavor to it. Yes. Like there were two two things that are coming to my mind that I had in my own uh, tea ceremony experiences once I was serving tea and it was really so evident of like we are drinking from the same teapot yet yeah. this oneness this collective consciousness is spread into individual cups individual bowls and everyone is going to have their own experience of that yeah and so basically we drink nature to remember our own. 
and that's what I really feel you're describing right now and I don't think I think this is the most powerful gift to receive and it kind of adds to what you started this conversation with how we come to spaces like this communities healing centers festivals we are seekers we're looking for something higher deeper wider more colorful yet at the end we will be disappointed when we're not when we're looking externally and not really being here sitting with what is within and this is what i really feel tea offers yes we all struggle with knowing how to give it to ourselves mm. because it's there at any moment we all are able to access this whenever we want mm -hmm. <laughs> we just collectively are really struggling with okay i want to access this healing space i want to access meeting myself i want it of course how could i not want it uh of course there are many reasons to not want it right but but that's not the point to go into that but like what what i meant is once once you uh, the spark of wanting to meet yourself to meet god awakens in you then you want it but we don't know how to give it to ourselves and so in a way, we, when we look at all these practices like yoga and whatever, we are trying to adopt, interesting actually what's what I'm saying now, is we're trying to adopt a father figure or a mother figure yeah. that allows us to have access to that. It's like almost like we want to make ourselves do it. Mm. right so this is what all these practices are for is like how can i make myself it's like you i need ultimately for for the lucky of us for the lucky ones of us that don't need to do anything they can just sit there close their eyes or or just look at the wind in the trees and there they are they have it because the the root of it is that it is that you need nothing mm. you just need to sit here look at the grass there is God, yes. right? But we can know that, but we don't feel it. Yes. And to make yourself feel that, you know, that you need, you need some kind of, how can I invite myself into that? And then this is when we, we try to seek all kind of experiences. Mm -hmm. And uh, if we knew how to, do, how to do it more efficiently, we wouldn't go through so much hassle. So when someone has figured out a recipe and they invite you into it and they make you do it it's fantastic because we're like thank you Th thank you thank you for making me do it because i have so much resistance inside of me we all carry so much resistance to just sit and do it oh the hardest thing is to do nothing yeah and this is where tea creates that bridge that you've been describing, Ex right? Exactly. So what? So the purpose of tea here is to be the the comfort, the comforter. Mm. It's like tea comforts. Tea creates the perfect excuse for us to say, no, no, no. I'm not sitting here and connecting with God and meditating and going deep in myself. I'm just drinking tea. <laughs> and once we have that, we can actually damn relax. And that happens by itself. Oh. 
because you can't access it directly unless you have an exquisitely pure mind and ability to open that gate within yourself. But then you're already there. Then you don't need it. <laughs> so, so if you're not there, we all need an excuse of some kind. And look, everything that I'm talking now, if, if I just wanted to, to put it out there and acknowledge it, I'm talking about a very specific layer of, of using TNT ceremony as a vessel mm. for that. And in all of that, I haven't covered or we're not talking about the honoring the lineage, the actual tea ceremony, because that that is a whole thing. Mm -hmm. And I the nerdy aspect, I, it's not just nerdy. There, there, there is there is a space of there is a space of honoring honoring the, that practice for what it is without uh, the 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 purpose mm. that it's that I'm using it for mm -hmm. and and uh, and I just want to make a little bit of space to that to say for me tea is not about tea I'm not I'm not someone I'm not subscribing that I belong to a certain lineage that that I I'm practicing this tea ceremony or that tea ceremony no 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 I need to honor that. So I have a certain level of years of training and honoring and understanding that. Mm -hmm. So I need to honor it enough to, to honor it in order to be able to serve through it mm. something else. But I'm not serving tea to serve tea in, in that sense. For me, I'm using it as a bridge. It's not about tea, it's about using it as a bridge to allow people to access their own inner connection. <sighs> and it's a fantastic uh, translation tool for that and bridge for that. Indeed. And, um, and that is because I am, that is because that essence is inherently part of it. Mm -hmm but also because I'm choosing to recognize it and amplify and honor that part and, and use it for that. So it's, it's in a way, it's a natural, that's the beauty of, of tea is that that which I am using it for is something that is naturally uh, part of its river. Mm -hmm. it's, it's part, it's part of, of its own connection. Mm. So it's the right, it's the right tool for that. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in the same way that a spoon is the right tool for eating soup. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when you don't know that you can just sip it, <laughs> just, just sip it straight from the bowl, <laughs> right? Like right. tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something Wonderful. like that. So, so yeah, just so for me, tea yeah. is a is an excuse in that certain way. For, to invite people into accessing their own direct connection to mm. source and the excuse is very important. That's why a lot of people are actually having very profound life-changing experiences in a tea ceremony that they would not have if they are to sit an hour meditating by themselves. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot because uh, B because you need a structure 
you need a meditation teacher right there there this is something that's not so well known in the world today meditation teacher it's a thing mm. it's a, it's one of the highest art forms it's someone who has understood and has tools to allow you to navigate your own inner experience in order to actually access that stuff if you just sit here sit there and just close your eyes a, of course you can access it you don't need anything but with all that we carry all the distortion all of all of that it's chances are that it will take a really long time to be able to access something that otherwise when guided when provided a certain structure for when you're told what to look for what to feel uh, then you can find it inside yourself and that's why tea ceremony is is fantastic for me is exactly for that because it's it's the it's the perfect excuse structure translator translation bridge tool that allow people to that allow the side of us that would be restless need validation need excuse need whatever to just relax mm. and that's what happened you know when they say you know, there's just this very common, common, common thing of like, you only get it when you let it go. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Why? Be because in that same way, tea ceremony is exactly that. I actually give them, give them the distraction that they need so that it can happen by itself. <laughs> And for me too, I'm a recipient every single time. I'm doing this for me because I need that excuse. Yeah. yeah. I love how you twisted it into like a very playful way. Yes, it is a profound practice. And, you know, I love that you're using the word. It's an excuse in a way. But we get to honor it and have fun with it. And also, yeah, receive it in all of the colors. And so I don't know if it it's if the listeners can hear but it started raining at some point onto the tea tent it's uh, quite a mystical experience as we're being oh, washed here oh <laughs> yes. i'll be more than happy to to support anyone uh exactly in, in how that person needs uh of of course up to a certain capacity mm. so so uh but beside that if that that's just a you know a direct reaching in a way right but beside that i would say yeah find find the excuse that works for you mm. for me it was tea um it can't be wine though <laughs> <laughs> Be careful, though. <laughs> because you can also access essence. There are certain <laughs> boundaries, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and for that same reason, it can't be tea. Because tea is a very powerful, to honor again what you, what you were sharing earlier, tea is a very powerful plant medicine. So, with any kind of, with, with any kind of medicine, uh, there is mm. inherent to its power the potential of getting lost in the in its power oh yeah right so so that's why it works oh yeah and and tea tea is addictive yeah. tea is powerful uh tea is a drug I in a way that. if we <laughs> use drug not as a, a substance that is illegal and you know harmful or 
or helpful, but simply a substance that has an, a strong impact. Yeah. yeah. Thank has you for a potency, yeah. right? So, so to use the right tea, so first is the acknowledgement because this is a Neptune thing also, right? The drunk, right? But also the one that, that actually has access to, to the, it's, uh, the essence, yes, right? Yes, it's a thin line, yeah? It's a relational art mm. to, to that which has potency. It's an art form. Yeah, it, it's a journey. Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, and it is one that should include judgment, morality, and boundaries, but also shouldn't at the same time. Yeah, a play of surrender. Because the boundaries are needed. If if you when when you have potency. Mm. Uh, to get drunk on the power of it, to, to lose oneself, to lose, to lose the boundaries, to not know where, who ends. And so if I am to access the medicine of, if I'm going to blur the boundaries, mm. I need to have an understanding of them and what, why they're serving. So if I'm going to use a strong medicine, I need to be able to honor that the reason why it works is because it takes me over mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and this is that dynamic that we were mentioning before what is the foundation what is the ground yeah. that anchors us in that purposefulness and the consciousness with discernment of how can we navigate this floating away and tipping over right dancing yeah. on the edges and surrendering beyond in a safe um honoring way yeah that also honors the medicine. Yeah, yeah. And that's the field that we are constantly navigating with everything in life, I feel, in relationships, in our service, in, yeah. in the way what we consume. Yeah, and, and I think this is a beautiful practice, like a micro practice, right? That mm. has a, such a wide symbolism as well. It's micro, macro, complete. Yes. It's like, it's like, it's, it has all the elements of parallel yes. to, to complete the, to the whole picture yeah. all the way into oneness all the way down to it's just tea it's just pouring water over mm. leaves put it in a bowl and just drinking that it's mm. also just that <laughs> and that is very 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 important to be grounded in that yes. is that well, yes we're acknowledging all of this but if I'm if I'm driving that train with that intention you're already um, on the wrong track. Uh, yeah, yes. And I'm going to hit that invisible wall and I'm not even going to know it. And then... Yeah, yeah. And then I'm going to be like, oh, I should have actually hit that wall. Mm. And I feel like we're back to the stories, right? The, the beautiful, f attractive fantasy land that we all love to dip our toes into. Um, but this is where that balance between keeping it real, keeping it simple, keeping it grounded, and yeah. that opens up the gates to the essence that we are kind of running towards and seeking. Yeah, the, it's very, very, very important to be grounded 
in to remove the ambition here it is it's it's to Ooh. to not have the ambition that i am a great healer this is dangerous mm. uh, uh, that that oh i am the tea master that is that is healing all these people by serving them this this tea full of grace and whatever it's like like and i'm also not just this guy who's just uh, yeah i'm i'm doing nothing uh, i'm just pouring tea this is arrogance it's mm. a word that came to me one time it's it's using arrogance in a negative way it's like when you when you're actually being arrogant by downplaying yeah and it can be in just another spiritual identity too of like the pretense of the humblenessness right yes like... exactly exactly and it's actually arrogant mm. it's really arrogant yeah, yeah, yeah. to 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 do that so it, it's really important to in order to be able to 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 work with medicine mm. to work with uh I like to call it you can pretend to fly this ship. It's also your right because God has given us the power of co-creation. Mm. But it's not me who's doing any of that. Be the ship. Don't try to pilot it. <laughs> yes. And you know and also like this is so in a way what i'm saying is that we need to recognize and honor every single level and layer the form and the formless and be able to not identify with either and with both at the same time and it's, fun and it's funny because it's back to capricorn neptune ascendant, <laughs> right like that that thing is just like it's very important it's just hey man just wake up the illusion you wake up your illusion that you're a great uh, you're serving liquid enlightenment. It's just tea. It's just water, and it's just a bowl. It's very important to have that grounded in that, and only then. It's an unspeakable place. Mm. It's a place where we don't allow the mind to enter. Mm -hmm. It's like, in a way, if we're walking in the corridor. The magic is happening in that room. I'm not entering. I'm not entering that room, yet I am that room. Mm. And I, I am that room and I am what's happening inside that room. But I'm not going to try to knock on that door. And I'm not going to try to to enter that door mm. either. It's like you just need to sit at the gate and hold it and just stay there. And, and not to be the gate and not to be inside and not to be outside also but be able to to feel like yeah okay I'm just pouring water but I don't want to downplay anything either because there there is recognition there is something greater mm. but I cannot identify with it it's dangerous I need to let that river flow through me and in one of my poem, I call it only the holder sees both sides. Mm. It's, it's like th there is a certain place where you, you're just the holder. And everything is honored. Mm -hmm. And there's a humility in that place. Mm. There's a humbleness because there's a recognition that I am alive by that great river that runs through me. Mm. And I am one with it. But I cannot pretend to be it, mm. even though I also am that. And I cannot pretend to be separate from it, even though I am also that. 
So this, this is one of the, the beauty, uh, beautiful interwoven thing that practicing tea uh, allows. Uh, it's an alchemical container where that dance can just dance itself and be felt as a direct experience. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Mic drop. No, 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 don't drop it. <laughs> I love this layer of polarity that you've been kind of bringing through yet to kind of add to what you were saying it is not even in the polarity like there is no polarity yet we get to play with it polarity um, is super important <laughs> yes <laughs> and it also is just one of the layers and one of the constructs of how we get to navigate this reality and i'm like really yet you know Yes, we need to tip our toes into the extremes to sometimes to find that balance. Yeah. But what I love the, with the analogy of Libra, it's also you cannot be on one side or the other. There's always this dance in between that kind of reminds us of like there's nowhere to get. You cannot lean too much on one side or another. There's constant transitoriness in, in this flow. And I love that you are creating this space that brings practicality as well as the philosophy and the wisdom with the little tea club that you're running here at Ainsbaka this summer for our tea lovers and tea fans but I believe you're also inspired to preparing to create an online course for those who want to know more about this art form of yes. tea absolutely there, there's a deep longing uh, deep longing to to share that which I have come to know mm -hmm. myself, you know, to facilitate. There, there's a, the, the same drive that drove me to really want to like, I really want to serve people tea. I have that same longing to, to help and support other beings who wish to receive or to, who wish to understand the, the dance, how to dance. Right. Like if, if we just use dance as a metaphor, it's like how to how to navigate this human body, how to navigate uh, the different concepts. And and uh, and so in a way, it's like, yes, it is. It is a teaching, teaching tea, mm. uh, teaching the way of tea. And it, what it is, it's like. sharing what I have found, what I have come to understand on my journey to support people to have their own flavor of it. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's not mine. It, it is mine. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you know, and, and in the same way, it, it's, it's, we need to, I need to, I needed to make it mine. Mm -hmm. Otherwise I'm just a puppet. Mm -hmm. You drink from your bowl, yet it comes from the same pot. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Woof. I love this poetic, mystical, yes, real as fuck conversation <laughs> that you brought here today. Is there anything else that feels alive in you that you would like to honor um, before we wrap it up and wash our bowls well there's immense gratitude to you and, oh. and and to to having invited that and and exploration together and it uh 
it's um, you know I, I I I haven't rehearsed any of that and in it's just coming straight from from also places that are known and unknown to me mm-hmm. and so there's also a, re- a certain revelation uh, a revelation that I am receiving uh, at the same time and in the same way like you know you holding that podcast that that chance is very similar to to me holding the tea ceremony like where you are holding the space where truth can be known and can be explored and can be revealed and and uh, accessed for other people mm-hmm. to make it their own and and thank you so much for that to mm-hmm. to following essence where you where you see it and and um yeah is there so just immense immense gratitude and I've, I've been having an amazing time I feel, and you know the part the part of me that can talk forever is just very very happy like you know we could and i was like oh, i'm a bit like also a bit shy or a bit like you know cringy i was like oh you talk so much you know like but uh, but it's hitting and, and it's healing and i'm also just like recognizing now that you voice that and so these are the kind of spaces where we bring our essence and our art form of expression, right? Yeah. And it's so needed in this world. And yet, at the same time, it's actually not that serious at all. <laughs> Again, that duality of like, yes, we all come with our special mission in this life. And sometimes just your mere being is enough. And it's already here. And it's already here. It's, uh, you're already doing it. We're all already doing it. It's like, you know, like the most obvious things are just right in front of our eyes, they say, right? And and it's like, yeah, but someone told me that the most obvious thing is supposed to be right in front of my eye. I don't see it. Like, (laughs) like, but I am looking. Where is it? Like, like, yes, exactly. It's right in front of your eyes and we can't see it. And we're already doing it. Mm -hmm. You, You know, so there's also, I guess, a really important thing I guess to say is just just relax be we are all driven by something so deep inside of us that's already walking us home in our own way so the point is you can make it easier to yourself by simply not don't fight yourself too much and don't try to make yourself do something also because it's inevitable Mm. but and that's a funny one more one more polarity is that it's inevitable you're already doing it but you need to recognize it and choose it and Mm. participate with it consciously and then it grows naturally at the same time but we have a concept that we think that when is it gonna come where is it gonna come god abandoned me i think Mm. i should go look for it in a mountain in nepal i think i should go look for it over there Mm. but when it comes to you it doesn't care where you are it doesn't care if you're lonely at home and been depressed for six months in the dark in your room it will manifest right there Mm. god does not have does not owe us any condition to how what we should do in order for for this grace to find us that grace finds us all we have to do is just not fight against it so much because anyway it's happening and we you can't miss it Mm -hmm. but you also can and the ability to miss it is really really important for all of it to even exist in the first Mm -hmm. place otherwise we would not have the same 
experience of the journey. It's the incarnation forgetting in order to remember. And that is not that. That is 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 exactly why we can we can be alive. Mm. And and so in a way th there is no separation, but there is separation and it's so important mm. to to have that separation and to feel it mm. and to not uh try to the the thing the thing that we automatically do because we're just conditioned and we're we're learn, learning ourselves out of it is we're taught to relate to polarity as polarity mm -hmm. okay that's a whole nother podcast yes yeah. and, and maybe we can leave it at that <laughs> as, as a as an offering like huh so basically what i'm hearing and what you're saying is just have some tea yeah <laughs> just summarize it yeah yeah find find something that you love find something that you love and try to sit down and be with it if half an hour is too much for you make it five minutes whatever whatever you feel is slightly uncomfortable don't don't like it's important to make it slightly uncomfortable because that's when we're accessing something. but you know what what feels really powerful in what you just said is is that find what you love and yeah. be with it yeah. and i feel like that's the key yeah the simple one yet so many of us don't fully honor that just be with what you love yeah and doesn't have to be anything glamorous in no. anyone's eyes yes it's it's what you love love what you do there's just my father he always used to tell me you have to love what you need you must love what you do it's it's the only way it's the only law it's the only law we must i must serve this great love in in my own way and in your own way thank you <laughs> i will put your information and links in the section below in the show notes um but do you want to voice how can people connect with you yeah, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm in the process of creating a, a, a page, a website, as all of that. It's, it's still yet to come. I'm, I'm stepping up to, to make this uh, accessible and to, to show up to, uh, to meet mm -hmm. others in that way. So uh, I guess right now it's very personal. Mm -hmm. It would be literally my phone number and my email. And um, there will be there will be a structure uh, that should come in the coming months uh, where uh, people can have more more of a landing uh, landing interaction like a web page or something for all of that and yeah. maybe more maybe some of my poetry some photos some some photography a lot more i hope and uh, and yeah, so but maybe by then I'll send it to you and you can update it then exactly. on the Exactly. And I guess people can also find you on Instagram. Yeah, it's it's a temporary thing. Mm -hmm. I, it's uh, my relationship to to the meta structures yes. are 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 you shall dissolve. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm there with it's a volatile thing mm -hmm. and I'm uh, I don't know how long I will be there for you can reach me there but maybe in a few as weeks long as I, it serves, yes yeah. as long as it's there <laughs> but I don't take it seriously it's that's why I haven't mentioned it because for me it's not something that I'm like 
yes, I have an Instagram account. It's just like, it's not my main. For some it is, and great, I celebrate that. There's nothing wrong with mm -hmm. it. It's just, it's not my way. Um, I will have a structure up soon because it is important mm -hmm. to have that excuse for connection in the same <laughs> way the two years. And I, I, I recognize that I must uh, bring it. And that is also to serve the, the love that is resonating in every listener that, that hears that and feel like, wow, I'd love to connect. And, and then it's my duty to, to say, hey, Mm. This is how you can connect with me, and I, I because mm. I welcome it. Mm. So one of my mentors once said about all of like the admin stuff that we don't like to do. It's a sacred labor that supports our calling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much, Thank Joy, you. for sharing yourself and your story. Such a pleasure. Thank you so much. <laughs>